Welcome to Expresso Crime, a podcast all about crimes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello. Today's episode is about the timeline and background of Herbert Millen. We briefly mentioned him in the Edmund Kemper episode, and we're just going to do the timeline and everything on him. So let's just get started right away. So he was born April 18, 1948 in California. There isn't much regarding his childhood or teen years. He had a lot of friends in high school and was voted most likely to succeed by his classmates. Shortly after graduating in 1965, one of his best friends was killed in a car accident. He built a shrine for his friend as he was absolutely devastated by this. At 21 in 1969, Herbert allowed his family to commit him to a mental hospital. Over the next few years, he entered into various institutions but would often discharge himself after only a short stay. He would extinguish cigarettes on his own skin and was evicted from his apartment for shouting at people who weren't there and pounding the floor as well. At 25 in 1972, he moved back in with his parents but was hearing voices in his head. These voices were telling him that an earthquake was coming and that only human sacrifice would save California. His birthday was the anniversary of the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, which he thought was very significant. Herbert believed that the Vietnam War had produced enough American death to stall the earthquakes, but with the war winding down, he would need to start killing people in order to have enough deaths to keep the earthquake away. On October 13, 1972, Herbert beat a homeless man to death with a baseball bat. The homeless man was hitchhiking and Herbert lured him in close by looking at his car engine. Two weeks later, he would kill again, this time a 24-year-old student who was hitchhiking to a job interview. Herbert picked her up and stabbed her in the chest and back. He then dissected her body and scattered the pieces alongside a hillside road. A week later, Herbert went to confess his sins at the church. In a delusional state, he believed the priest wanted to volunteer to be his next sacrifice to keep the earthquakes away. Herbert beat, kicked, and stabbed the priest, who bled to death in the confessional. Herbert would then try to join the U.S. Marines. He passed the physical and psychiatric test, but failed the drug test. This rejection fueled Herbert in a paranoid delusion of conspiracies. At the end of 1972, he purchased a revolver. He told the store owner that his gun would be used for target practice. In January 1973, he stopped using drugs as he blamed them for his problems. A few weeks later, he wanted to kill his high school friend that would sell him weed as he felt it was his fault for being rejected by the Marines. When Herbert went to the friend's house, he was totally moved. The new occupant was Kathy Francis, and she told Herbert where he moved to. When Herbert got to the home of the weed dealer, he killed him and his wife with shots to the head. He then stabbed their bodies repeatedly. Herbert then went back to the now home of Kathy Francis. He shot and killed her and her two sons. Her husband, who was a drug dealer, was away from home, so it was initially thought the motive behind the killing was tied to drug trafficking. A month later, in February of 1973, Herbert was in the Redwoods National Park where he found four teenage boys to be camping illegally. He walked over to them, claiming to be a park ranger, and told them to leave as they were polluting the forest. The teenagers refused. Herbert then shot them fatally with his revolver, stole their rifle, $20, and abandoned their bodies. Three days later, the final murder took place. Herbert was driving when he passed a retiree who was weeding his lawn. Herbert pulled a U-turn, got out of his car, and shot the retiree in the heart. He got back into his car and calmly drove off. 
It was broad daylight with numerous witnesses, one of which gave the police the license plate number. Just minutes later, Herbert was arrested, and he did not resist. As Herbert admitted and confessed to the crime, the July 1973 trial focused on whether he was sane and responsible for his actions. Prosecutors argued that the murder of Kathy Francis eliminated Herbert's claims of not guilty by reason of insanity because he killed her to remove a witness who could link him to the murder of the dealer and his wife, while the defense argued that Herbert had a history of mental illness. On August 19, 1973, Herbert was declared guilty of first-degree murder in two murders and second-degree murder in the other eight murders. On December 11, 1973, his trial was set to begin and he changed his plea to guilty to second-degree murder instead of pleading to not guilty by reason of insanity. He was sentenced to life imprisonment and as of 2021, he has been denied parole eight times. At present, there is a website for him which features apology letters, questionnaire type letters, and information to write to the parole board. That wraps up the timeline and background of Herbert Malin. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Sunday.